Welcome to Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Pastor Dom went from a life of organized crime to federal prison. There, God saved him and set him free. Soon after his release, he attended seminary and received his master's degree and is now the senior pastor of Desert Sky Baptist Church, where he serves with a passion for biblical theology right here in Casa Grande. Now let's join our host, Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Welcome. This is Pastor Dominic Grimaldi, and it is again time for Street Talk Theology. You know what we do. We take theology and we bring it to the streets. Well, Street Talk is what's happening. Hope things are going well with you. You know, it was a beautiful morning this morning. I, I got up. Um, in fact, what happened yesterday, I had to take my wife. We went to uh, uh, do some shopping yesterday. Rachel had to get a couple of things and I was able to hang out with an old friend of mine, uh, Judge Wendell Hollis, and Rachel hung out with Judge's wife, and they went and do some shopping, and uh, me and Judge kind of just uh, figured out the whole world, and we got everything uh, tight and, and figured out, right? Uh, <laughs> not so. <laughs> but anyway, I, you know, it was a, a really a beautiful morning this morning. We'll get into a few scriptures, just kind of going to kick it a little bit. Um, I do want to say this. It was a beautiful, beautiful morning this morning. And I read a, um, a devotional by Paul Tripp, and it's called New Morning Mercies. And, you know, was, I, I read one of the uh, devotionals the other morning, and it says, you can't get up in the morning without bumping into God. And and that that's so true. I mean, you just get up in the morning and, and birds are chirping and, the, you know, you just see the world and what a good God, what a what a creator God that we have. He's an artist. He really is. And some of the stuff you see at night, those, you see them oranges in the sky and stuff. And God is just, um, just an amazing God. Just wanted to say that. Um, just something uh, talking about a future show. And I might've mentioned this, but Italians are known to repeat themselves, obviously coming up. I, I should be taping it next week, not this Saturday, next Saturday, we got Pastor Michael Teddy and his associate, Ashuk Mohana Kumar. They are two uh, pastors out in India, so and they've been dealing with a lot of pandemic out there, um, though where Pastor Michael and Ashuk are, the, the numbers are not as high as some of the places in India. But just to be able to speak to some pastors that are abroad, so to speak, and, and, and how... Uh, they deal with, especially in lockdown situations, and they're, they're wonderful guys. I mean, I am friends of theirs. The church knows them. In fact, uh, Ashok, Ashuk, that's how you say his name, he works on our website. So if you do like our website, let us know about that, and I let Ashuk know, but he does a really good job. They're both very, very, very wise men, very smart men in the Lord. Um. Okay, so what do I want to talk about? I really didn't come out on with a plan, out with a plan this morning, just wanted to uh, do some talking and, and seeing how you guys were doing. I know the world is, the world's always in turmoil, really. And, 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 you know, it's just good to know that we serve a sovereign God, a living God, a God who nothing's out of his purview. Um, though we see these things, we think they're reeling out of control. They're not. God is in control of everything. And we thank God for that because I remember uh, many years ago, I think it was old Calvary Chapel preacher named uh, Chuck Smith, 
who's with the Lord, he says, man, if, if, you know, if you're not a Christian, this is the best heaven you get. So I'm thankful that um, God has saved me from this evil generation. Um, and, and God was kind to me. I, I do not deserve salvation. You know my story being in prison. But, you know, that's a, a, a story for another day. And I, obviously, I've um, spoken about that. So God is kind. He's a good God. He really is. And And I don't know if we understand that enough. I don't know if we understand what a good God we serve, what a loving God we serve. Um, he's good to us. He feeds us. He takes care of us. Anyway, I was looking at, I, I want us to be, I always want us here on Street Talk Theology to be good readers of the text. That's for sure. And you, we know the, I, let me see, it's in Matthew 16. And it's Peter's confession of Christ. And, and, uh, and I just want to, uh, again, I want us to notice and I want us to read the text rightly. So I want to read this. It says, now, when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi. So we read that and we think about, you know, we're going to skip over this. And if I mention this, it, it's, it's worth mentioning it again. It really is, because I was just thinking about this this morning. It says in, in the 13th verse of the uh, 16th division of Matthew, it says, now, when Jesus came into, again, the dis district of Caesarea Philippi. So we want to stop there and because there's a lot there. And so basically, let me use some New York jargon, if I can. Jesus is in Caesar's neighborhood, right? Caesarea Philippi, this is a, a, a region and, and obviously named after Caesar. You know, so um, and then he starts a colloquy. He starts a discussion with his disciples. And he says, who who do people say that the son of man is? And that's a loaded question. And, and so you got one verse. You got Jesus in Caesar's neighborhood, right? In Caesar's neighborhood, asking his disciples, who do people say that I am? And obviously, there's some confusion on who Jesus is. There's always, you know, there's always that messianic secret that that Mark talks about, and and uh, who says Jesus is good and he's evil. So there's always that 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 you know uh, misconception of who Christ is, if I may. And they they said, and some the disciples say, some say John the Baptist, uh, others Elijah. Uh, others, Jeremiah, and, or one of the prophets. And then um, Jesus asked a very pointed question um, to his disciples. And he, said, and he says, but who do you say that I am? And again, we don't think about this in the area of where it's happening. Again, it's in Caesar's neighborhood. And Peter, uh, by inspiration, he says, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus said, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my father who is heaven. So my father who is in heaven. So this is divine inspiration. Now, Peter does not say this on his own. Peter says this by divine inspiration. The father gives him this. 
But, and, and that's great. I mean, praise the Lord for that. But really, in those few verses, that's loaded. Because basically, what those few scriptures say, and I know they're going to, uh, obviously, the Lord and his disciples are going to start talking about uh, the rock building the the, the, the church or on the, on the confession of Peter saying that Jesus Christ is Lord and Jesus is the rock. The, the, the church is not built on Peter. It's built on the confession of who Christ is. Right. And that's a, that's a story for another day. But in this, these few verses here by divine inspiration, what Peter is saying is that Caesar is not Lord. You are Lord here in Caesar's territory. Peter is basically saying, this is Caesar is not king, you're king. And not only king here, but king of the whole universe. And obviously, the Lord tells him that flesh and blood did not reveal that to him. And then obviously, it talks about the church and um, uh, being built on the conf- on that confession that Jesus Christ is Lord, not on Peter. I mean, and obviously, and in, in, in the, the church is built on that confession. That Jesus Christ is Lord. Now you think about that today. You think about that today. You know, building uh, uh, the church on that confession. That's not easy today. That's not easy today, especially in the climate and the culture we live in. You know, they lived in Caesarea Philippi, and where Caesar was supposedly king. Well, we live in a world today that. Jesus is not well thought of, spoken of, and definitely not thought of as God. But he is God, and he is king. And, and nothing changed but the zip code there. And, you, you know, you, you, you think about that, and, and you think about those couple of verses that we just went over. And, and that's the extent of, you know, but there's so much there. And, you know, it's, it's funny, um, a little uh, down, you know, you know, Peter being Peter. I mean, he, he was divinely inspired uh, by the father there to speak this truth uh, over against the culture of thinking that, um, you know, uh, Caesar is Lord and he's not Lord, but one second, have a, just a little sip of cold brew. Thank you, Rachel. You do a fine job doing that. Um, Getting back to Peter for a second. So he gets this divine inspiration, right? And he uh, says, you know, the ch- and the, basically the church is going to be built on that confession that Jesus Christ is Lord. And obviously we come against a huge opposition of that today. But then notice when the Lord tells uh, Peter and the other disciples that I have to be crucified and buried and, 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 and you know, obviously going to rise on the third day. But he foretells his crucifixion and the Lord and Peter says, Lord, far be it from you. You, You're not going to get crucified. And obviously the Lord calls uh, Peter Satan. He says, oh, far. What do you mean, Peter? You're going to you're going to stand away in the things of God. Are you are you you know, are you standing for Satan? So I think about how in one part of the of the colloquy, he's speaking by divine inspiration and given this wonderful thing that the church is going to be built on this confession in Caesar's neighborhood. And then later on, he's when he's speaking in Peter's stead, the Lord calls him uh, a devil. So that's, that's probably 
no different than we are. You know, by God's grace, we can get things right and then, then later on, you know, uh, muck it up, so to speak. But, you know, you look at texts like that, and I just like to, you know, you get little sections of scripture like that. And we speak about exegesis, original language. Uh, I'm sorry, original language, original setting. Um, obviously, the original language there would be Greek. Um, but the original setting is in Caesarea Philippi, right? And the conf- and basically, Caesar's not Lord, but but Christ is Lord, confession by Peter. But today, we basically live in Caesarea Philippi, basically, in a way that, um, let, me, let me say this rightly, there are many lords, you know, whether it's the government is your lord or whether it's America or whatever it is, there's a lot of false lords, so to speak, with, with lowercase l. So when we confess today, that Jesus Christ is Lord. We do come, we get, we do get opposition. And again, we are called to confess, not only that Jesus Christ is Lord. Yes, we are called to do that, but we're also called to proclaim that. And that's where, you know, we got to pray for the strength and the courage to proclaim God's word in a very, in a, in a world that is so against that teaching. So, you know, things are going to get worse. You just see that, that, you know, as uh, I think it was in the fifth chapter, Daniel, the, the handwriting is on the wall. Things are going to get worse. And we have to, by God's grace, stand up to the things of God. And, and here's the deal. And it's not that God doesn't need us. God doesn't need us. He, I mean, he used a donkey. He doesn't need us. But we do it because of our love. This is, this is where we, you know, put our stake or put our flag in the ground. You know, there's this guy, Baptist Church, here, the church that I serve, and by God's grace, we preach and teach God's word by God's grace rightly every week. And we put our flag in the, we put our, our flag in the ground, so to speak. You know, that's why I love those, those uh, monuments in, in the Old Testament or those, those markers that, you know, that the Old Testament saints would put. You know, God was here and he spoke to me here. And, and they did that so they can pass on that to the history of their children and their children's children as they would see these markers where God had intervened in their life. The problem is today, and I've said this at nauseum, they want to cancel our history. They want to cancel history, but we got a rich biblical history. And, and that they can try to cancel that till they're blue in the face, but they can't, they can't cancel the old Testament. And that's all history. That's our history. And I was going to talk a little bit about the Old Testament today, but I'm out of time. I'm not going to be able to today. But, you know, this is just, this is us. We are a people of God. We are a remnant. We are a people um, that God has ordained. You know, I, I tell people all the time, you know, about this. This is, this is our time. This is our time. I mean, um, this is where God has put us. You know, um, he put Noah in the time that 
Noah needed to be there. He put Abraham there. He put Peter there. He put Paul. Well, this is our time. This is such a time as this for us. And we don't want to take that lightly. We're going to be responsible to redeem the time. We're going to be responsible for the time and the setting that God has put us in here in this world. And we're going to be responsible for that. You know, uh, Noah had his day. Isaiah had his day. Paul had his day. And, And praise God, they were trailblazers. But are we following the path? And that's going to be our responsibility as Christians. And, and, and me first, I, you know, I want to take, we need to take that serious. We really need to take that serious. Uh, God's a good God. He's a kind God. Um, but we have a responsibility to the Lord and the gospel and the proclamation of that. You know, uh, really, you know, street talk theology, this is, um, I know a lot of people, people listen to it, but it's not like a, you know, probably a well-listened to show, but at the end of the day, if we can reach one or two or three people and, and let them know that we are by God's grace proclaimers of the gospel, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. You know, there's a million podcasts that go out there and, and uh, some better than others. And, and then we're just, you know, you know what? We're trying to put our flag in the ground. We're trying to uh, put our, uh, street talk theology, <laughs> just letting you know that we, that we are built on the confession that Jesus Christ is Lord here in Desert Sky Baptist Church. So we put our, our flag in the ground that way. A lot of stuff going on in the Southern Baptist Convention right now. And we're going to be speaking about that in the future, too. I just want to get all my uh, my I's dotted and T's crossed. Uh, again, I was saying about Desert Sky Baptist Church, Wednesday Night Bible Study, we're still preaching in Amos. And, and I, I do want to say this. If... You do not have a church home because Desert Sky Baptist Church is not uh, sheep stealers. We if you have a church home and and you're happy there and um, uh, and and you first of all, let me say this. You're never going to find a perfect church. Never, ever, ever going to find a perfect church. In fact, I uh, me and Rachel say it all the time. If 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 uh, if there is a perfect church and we get called to that church, well, then it's not perfect anymore. So you're never going to find a perfect church. But if you do not have a church home and you're looking for a church home, come and visit Desert Sky Baptist Church. I mean, we love to have you and welcome you and and be able to uh, instruct you and teach you in the things of God. Go on our website and make sure that. We are uh, right in our doctrine because that's important. We got everything on our website. So I think that's really important. So we, when you come here, you're not going to um, hear something that's going to be. Uh, we, by God's grace, always want to preach sound biblical theology, whether it's behind the pulpit, whether it's uh, our two elders, uh you know, uh, Ben and Harlan, who teach the Sunday school classes, classes are great, uh, informative and, 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 and just good, good, solid biblical teaching. And uh, obviously, I do Wednesday nights and preach behind the pulpit. What's happening here at Desert Sky? Let me let me update that a little bit. We are going uh, on our Wednesday night Bible study. We are continuing in First John. We're also doing a Bible study on reading the Bible for all it's worth. Gordon Fee and Douglas Stewart, uh, Fee, uh, New Testament guy. Stewart, obviously an Old Testament guy. And we've been going through that. And 
that's been a blessing. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, understanding scripture is really important. We want to be careful of just taking verses out and just, you know, uh, making them say what they don't mean. And we've spoken about this. You don't want to eisegete the text. You don't want, you know, the, the text to just mean what it means to you when it didn't mean what it did not mean to the original audience. And then to be able to bring it into today. Rightly. So those things are important. We've discussed those things, but I, I think that those things are not discussed enough, especially in, in discussing the things of God. We do people disservice when we are not cutting the scriptures straight. We don't want the scriptures to say we want to we don't want to say what scriptures mean when they don't mean that. We want to make sure that we we have the right interpretation using the right exegesis and and obviously using a, uh, a right hermeneutic. You know, do keep me in prayer too. Um, Lagos Christian Academy, uh, namely Dr. Ken Ross has uh, awarded me an opportunity to teach a spiritual formation class um, this coming semester, I think starting in August, eighth graders. So, and that's a, that's a, a huge blessing in itself, but think about, that's the last grade in Lagos that now the the young men, young women, eighth graders, they are young men and young women that they will now uh, filter back into the world and and obviously continue their schooling. And, you know, Lagos is a, um, a school that wants to give them a spiritual formation from beginning to end and and be able to take that to their future and, and let it govern and, and guide their future in the things of God. So keep me in prayer with that. I'm, I'm looking forward to that a little nervous, obviously, but, but, you know, when you uh, have to speak into people's lives and the things of God, especially at that age, they they are like sponges. So uh, I pray God is kind to me and gives me the wisdom to be able to navigate through that issue. Anyway. So um, I've been, going on and on. You know, Italians like to talk, but uh, praise the Lord for that. Kind of running out of time on this segment. Like I said, let me see if I get my notes here. Like I said, we got Pastor Michael Teddy coming up uh, and Ashuk. I'm glad that we can uh, interact with them. They're good brothers and and, and they're, uh, you know, in the fight just like we are, but they're in a different circumstance and, and, and they're fighting abroad. Um, this world's not our friend. This world's not our friend. So, so think about that as we close this uh, section of Street Talk Theology. And I'm just looking at that cold brew. And I says, let me hold off because I'm going to be closing off in a couple of seconds. So, you know, and, and, and again, I, I do. I want to um, thank my wife, Rachel, for taking care of me. I know this is a little off, off speed a little bit, but she cooks for me and, you know, Italians love to eat. And so I just thank Rachel. And anyway, Dominic Romaldi here, Street Talk Theology, Desert Sky Baptist Church. We love you guys. Man, Pastor Gromaldi at Gmail. Give me, give me, give me a shout out and anything theological, practical. I'll be uh, happy to uh, try to answer your questions. So next time, uh, we take theology and bring it to the streets. Thank you for joining us for Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. You can visit Pastor Dom at Desert Sky Baptist Church at 891 West Corson Road, Casa Grande. And for more information, visit us online 
at www.desertskybaptist.org. <laughs>